Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Funbox Monster Podcast. My name is Tristan. I am Matt Awkward. And today we're going to be speaking on the film Maniac Cop Part 3. Badge of Silence. I'm right out of the gate annoyed by this title. Yeah? It's like, there's a there's a thing called a code of silence. Mm-hmm. There's like the thin blue line. There's the... There's no such thing as a badge of. What does that phrase it mean? Could it means a thin deadline. Yeah. Perfect. But there's this doesn't make sense right out of the gate. Badge, badge of, of silence, silence is not a thing. I think that's probably the reason that the director took the Alan Smithy. Alone. What was the second one called? Subtitled. Do you remember? I can't remember. I can't. Uh, Cop Rock. Oh yeah. God, I wish it was. <laughs> I wish it was called Cop Rock. Um, no, it was not. Uh, See you in Cordell. <laughs> oh, God. Is he the one that makes those little cherries in chocolate? Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, no, those are cordials. cordials. Sorry. <laughs> Matt Cordial is a much sweeter cop. <laughs> oh, candy cop. <laughs> there's Maniac Cop and there's Candy Cop. Um, Yeah, so we uh, Matt's got a clock watch tonight because he's got to be out of here. He has a hard out at yeah. 930, so we got to... It's a deadline. <laughs> So we got to talk about this movie. Let's do it. Okay. Right now. All right. So, but first, <laughs> just to kill more time. So what I thought was interesting, I looked it up because I was so obsessed with that weird fucking space gun from part two. Oh, yep. And I was like, what is this space gun? It's a real gun. They literally make this gun. It is a really? manufactured actual gun and you can make it automatic like this. It That thing fires the way that it does in real life and people love to use those like prop masters love to use them because they're so weird and like oh wow like, do stuff with them it would have so, been cool to see him using it again here hey we did at the end he had he had the calico at the end it is the calico m950a oh, is you're the name a of that gun thing. guy now now i'm a big i mean now that i know that you can have space guns fuck yeah i'm a gun guy now <laughs> Nobody told me if I could have uh, if I could have the M1A uh, pulse rifle from Aliens, I would become a gun guy. I would be. Let's go have he's on a calico and go shooting this weekend. I, that would be super fun. <laughs> the thing looks amazing. Uh, I think it's very expensive. That's why you need to buy stuff at CoastCityComics.com yes. so we can get guns. <laughs> wow! Help us out, people. <laughs> it's the worst pitch <laughs> I've ever heard in my life. Uh, cool pew, pew, pew. i'm i'm way too unstable to own a gun <laughs> oh delicious this water is smart you know how smart it is i paid four dollars for it at cvs brilliant wow Jeez. i'm i'm realizing my mistake so i guess i'm getting smarter all the time god wow so dumb anyway okay uh so <laughs> Whatever, we get a Star Wars type scroll for anybody who hasn't seen the other two movies who's starting with part three for some absurd reason. Uh, uh, no, it's here because when Lustig was done this movie, it came out at 51 minutes and they're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. That's why we get a crawl. That's why we get this whole long ass there's, recap. There's a lot of recapping. There's a lot of things that you're like, oh, wow. That's why there's a staircase outtake from Mania Cup 2. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's some stuff. Um, but... Uh, they uh it ends with they thought it was over but they were wrong <laughs> and so <laughs> we're really picking up your fucking skateboarding on the mics <laughs> okay i'll stop uh okay a tech deck fell out of the I'm package i'm sorry here. we do have a, we do have a tech deck uh okay all right 
we open on a dude chanting a presumably voodoo uh, they call it hungan i don't know what what the thing is they gave it a name but either way he he wants cordell back for for what reason unclear for the entire movie and he's chanting at a different location with a severed head of somebody on a table it's that first body we find yes yeah, so yeah. but the thing that's interesting is that this person is nobody i mean yeah th- that is a wow that is out of context that is it's very okay. dismissive nobody like that guy what i mean to say <laughs> is that he is not related to matt cordell in any way so it he's does, doing a spell that just requires a head it just requires a head no, nothing matters at all yeah, in this movie mm, it just it's so weird they just need a severed head and they got one by the way I like this movie. Just spoiler oh, alert. I do too. Uh, I, like, I enjoyed this movie quite I, a bit. I thought I hated this movie. I haven't seen it in so long, and I remembered it being nigh unwatchable. But yeah, I enjoyed yeah. it. It's fucking stupid. It, it is frustrates really me stupid. A lot with their no yeah. rationale for things, but that seems to be a common trend in the series now that we've yes. gone through them all. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. They don't seem to care much. No. Um, so he's chanting while uh, while Matt is being interred. Uh, we're basically at the end. It's like it's like trying to explain why his hand shoots out at the end of yeah. part two to grab his badge, um, and it's because this guy chanted him back to life, and he pops out of the ground and he's just wandering around a, cer- a, a cemetery in broad daylight. Yeah, was, was nobody still there? Did everybody already walk I away? I guess he just <laughs> got out a little too late. Um, and so we uh, we cut away from that so that we don't have to explain why he's just wandering around in broad daylight looking like a total fruit basket. Yep. Um, and but we spend a lot of time with him walking around looking like a fruit basket at night. Yes. We get the greatest hits of part two now yep. uh, where we get to see him use that calico to murder a ton of cops and do all the fun stuff busting through walls. And, and pat out the runtime. <laughs> significantly pat out the runtime. Uh the camera completes its rotation around the voodoo guy, and we see that he's got a big old severed head on the table. He voodoo guy stabs it, Bonk. <laughs> which is really funny. And that uh, raises Cordell. That brings him back from the dead. Um, okay, so we cut to nighttime. We've got uh, probably just reused footage of him flipping his stick. Yeah, I think it's the same scene right before he kills Bruce Campbell. Um, credits are still going. He pulls his sword out. We, he, just, we just watch him walk all around town. We do. He walks over a Picks sigil up his of blood on the yeah. ground, <laughs> and a bird feather is stuck in it. And then we see that it's directed by Alan Smithy. <laughs> uh, so looks like Robert Davi's back, and he's hanging out with his new best friend, Maniac Kate. Yeah. Such potential! <laughs> and this blows my mind, man. This was a pickup shot. This, what? this was shot after the fact when they only had 51 minutes. They're like, oh, shit, we need more stuff. This is the whole thing that establishes his wow. relationship with this girl and why he's there at the hospital and cares so much about her and everything. That wasn't Whoa. even originally there. They really dropped the ball when they were making this thing. Yeah. Whew. Yeah, there's there's quite a lot of weird things that happen behind the scenes on this one. And and the, the script is completely different and we re- reworked too for the best um, because Cohen basically had Matt Cordell impregnating Maniac Kate and making a baby uh, baby act cop yeah Maniac baby baby, <laughs> back, baby look, baby <laughs> look who's act. policing now <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what they were planning on doing with that or if they were going to have a mini zombie cop baby <laughs> uh, 
fucking A. <laughs> I'm just really glad they didn't go in that direction. <laughs> I'm too. That is, I mean, aside from just like the fact that you don't really need to add sexual assault to your repertoire no. of things in this movie. It never needed to happen. Rob uh, Zombie's like, you rang? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, I could improve your Halloween movies. <laughs> um, so, all right. And to give credit, I got a lot of this information from, uh, there's a video from Joe Blow there on YouTube. Oh, nice. About, yeah. There's two videos from them about Maniac Cop 3. Uh, really? Yeah. Wow. With some pretty neat stuff in them. Yeah. Awesome. Um, okay, so they're down at the shooting reins, shooting their frustrations away. She's being charged with excessive force. Again. For an arrest she made. Apparently, they don't want you beating up suspects who are just accused of crimes. <laughs> Fucking liberals. Uh, it was an attempted rape, and Davi's big suggestion is, why didn't you just wait a little longer, and then you could have shot him? Right? It's like, are these the characters we're supposed to like? <laughs> She's like, I like beating up suspects in shackles. He's like, I like to wait for rape victims to get raped so that I can shoot their assailants. <laughs> God, oh. what is happening? So, cop. Yikes. <laughs> I mean, the worst part is that this... I mean, this script really reads like an old man who's like got real boomer aesthetic, who's really just like, yeah, everything's scary and cities are bad and I'm afraid of everything and you should be able to beat up everybody that doesn't believe exactly what I do. (laughs) And it's just gross and it's weird. I don't know. I don't know. So you're saying the whole movie is basically a Facebook comment section on a local news story. Yes. (laughs) That's what it feels like. Um. Because, in short, this movie, if this movie had some sort of, like, mission statement, it would be, prove that cops are good, news reporters are bad, and that, you know, that criminals run the streets and that we should be allowed to have excessive force and do whatever the hell we want. And it's like, mm, mm, maybe not. But I still like the movie. Um, okay. So... Uh, it's, I like how he basically is like, he's basically making an extended two wrongs make a right with his thing. He's like, you should just let the, the assault happen and then you can kill them. And two wrongs. There you go. All right. There it is. (laughs) I've heard that that's a thing, right? Uh, okay. So Davi leaves, but he gives her a watch as a birthday present because they're buddies. (laughs) I guess, sure. I guess, and it's her birthday, and who knows? I don't know. We don't even see the watch. Doesn't matter. Um, we see our maniac cop walking under a bridge to the sounds of Gregorian chant because it was really popular for five years in the 90s. Five seconds. Five full fucking years between the release of that, like, that, like, billboard charting hit yeah. in 88... And, like, the Chant album being released in, like, 95. Oh, I remember Downey's Pharmacy in Sanford. They had they, they had those Gregorian Chant CDs on the counter. Like, impulse what buys. Like, you just the... need this. That was everywhere. What was going on in the 90s, man? What is wrong with us? How do I we... don't know, but I sure wish I could go back. You know what? I would... <laughs> it's like... I just... I wish all of the all of the fads could all come back simultaneously, so we could just have like fidget spinners and pet rocks and chant video albums stores. and video stores. Yeah, <laughs> all of that. Just all cram it together. I want to work store. at movie gallery again for four seventy five. Mm. <laughs> yes, I make a bank. Jokes but, on them. They don't pay me, but I get free rentals. I was making four fifty an hour at Videoport. 
Damn. But I was using my own gas and car. Uh, but I did get tipped, so it was okay. Um, anyway, okay. Where are we at? Um, uh, okay, we cut away uh, as if we're missing a scene where he kills somebody. We don't even see the death happen. No. And we find a headless corpse with a smiley pa- face painted on the ground. Was this a cop joke? Were the cops making a funny here? I don't know who did that because the priest took the head. I don't see that guy painting a smiley face. I think the cop that he that he's like, huh? Did you see what was underneath it? (laughs) Very funny. Like I think that's the deal. I think Fred and Homicide did it. He's a cut up. (laughs) That's great. Uh, You know we're not going to be able to prosecute whoever did this killing now that you've completely contaminated the crime scene, right? Uh, And there's a chicken foot in his neck. There's a chicken foot in his neck. Uh, so Maniac Cop is now going around making human turduckens. And, uh... No, he didn't... He couldn't have done this kill. Why not? Oh, that's right. Because because he was resurrected with the stabbing of the head, so... They they, they also theorize that this guy just OD'd and that the priest just cut his head off afterwards. Right, exactly. That he didn't... Yeah, that's right. And then drew a funny smiley face, because it's really funny. Because it's really funny. (laughs) It's very funny. Um... Oh my god, that's so weird. Okay, um... Okay, so uh, some of those dirty bastards from the news, I don't know if you know about those guys. They're the worst. They're the worst. They show up, and he outsmarts them by telling them about another, about a fake jumper on a bridge downtown. <laughs> Take that, Fourth Estate. So so these guys are like freelance. They're basically just driving around scanning for horrible things to happen yes. to tape these things and then sell them to the news. Yes. The news. Okay. The idea is that there's some sort of, they're like the the scumbag news version of Sam and Max freelance police. Yeah, it's really bizarre. Yep, very odd. Uh, so we cut to a liquor store robbery straight out of a RoboCop movie. With Jackie Earl Haley. Jackie Earl Haley. Uh, a shining, shining light in this. Oh, he's amazing. He's great in this role. He's great. He's just the baddest news bear. Um, so... Our cops sneak around some boxes of cookie crisp before being shot to death by Jackie Earl Haley. And uh, then we cut back to Robert Davi. And he knows somehow because he's been studying up on occultism that the human turducken thing is like part of some sort of offshoot of Santeria where they use heads in the ritual and well, after fighting a zombie in the last movie, I, it makes sense that he would read up on this shit. Absolutely. Like, like nobody's surprised that, like, uh, Sarah Connor gets buff and learns how to yeah. use every weapon in the world after the events of the first Terminator The only movie. thing that cracks me up about this is that Davi just, like, I don't know, forgets that Cordell's bulletproof. <laughs> Dear God. Like, in the end, when he's just unloading clip after clip, it's like, bro, you know this doesn't do anything, right? <laughs> Wait, hold on. Let me try something. Blam, 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 blam. <laughs> hold on. I got an idea. <laughs> Click. Blam, 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 blam. Hold on. Wait, no. Ah, it, I got it this time. <laughs> blam, 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 blam. I mean, it didn't work when I fought him last year, but maybe it'll work this year. <laughs> hold on. Wait. I think these are magic bullets. Blam, 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 blam. Oh, I left those in my other coat. Um, yeah, no. Very, very stupid. So uh, the news jerks catch wind of the shootout at the drugstore. As we cut to a cop being comically blown 10 feet in the air by a shotgun blast. It, like, looked cool, but it was also ridiculous. It's so, like, 
if he was hit with a bazooka, yeah. he wouldn't have flown that far. <laughs> like, there's all like nothing short of a tank mortar yeah. would have thrown. He got shot him. by a shotgun and then did like a perfect arch, like <laughs> like legitimately ten feet in the air. Yeah, like amazing. So, uh, Maniac Kate is on her own. Oh no, there's three dead cops. But she has an automatic weapon, so she fires it indiscriminately and kills a bunch of innocent chip bags. Um, so this, this bugs me. So then after then he gets locked into the pharmacy secure area with bulletproof glass with a pharmacist. Yep. And she goes, I'm going to go get him from the roof. So because I know how this building works. Exactly. So it's she, one of those it's one of those New York buildings where you can just climb in from the rooftop and get to the first floor. Because I mean, they every always pharmacy make... should have a very easily breakable glass ceiling. And also, <laughs> every building in New York should be one story tall. Because yep. New York real estate is cheap as fuck. <clears throat> and now, so she goes up here, looks in on him from the sci- skylight, knows he's already taken out, like, three or four people. You know what I mean? Yep. And instead of just getting a clear shot, she jumps through the sunroof. Breaks both her femurs. Yeah. <laughs> Crashes through in a, in a sea of raining glass. She should have had two compound fractures <laughs> jammed through her flesh. She's on the ground. How was I thinking? <laughs> Why did I do this? <laughs> I had a clear shot. Her gun gets thrown clear. Yeah. She, like, he's like, oh, I I feel too bad to actually shoot you. <laughs> yeah. this is- I will take this. So bonus gun. <laughs> bonus gun. Ooh, and it's got. Uh, oh, this actually. She's got hollow points. This actually kind of made me mad, but and I'm not even a gun guy, but it kind of made me. You mad. are now. I so, as of now, as of finding out about <laughs> that super cool gun, now I'm a gun guy. So it made me mad to find out that she had hollow points in this. Shoots him three times, and he's like, "I'm okay." Yeah, right. You know what the what? point of hollow points <laughs> is, right? It's to blow holes in people. They yeah. shatter on impact and just. Go everywhere. Maybe the hollow points were in that other gun. Oh, shit. Maybe somebody, as a prank, filled in the hollow points while she was... <laughs> that's Ted and Homicide the, again. That's him again. <laughs> such a card. <laughs> Doing a whole bunch of these these little jokes. Uh, but he takes Everybody a... can't stand him. <laughs> he takes a hostage, and the two news guys are literally in the store, interfering in a police investigation. Yeah. Everything about this is frustratingly impossible to have happened. The entire point of this whole thing, like, when it... When it finally comes down to what happens with her and how she gets railroaded, it's like, you guys, you know that this footage would all be subpoenaed the second a police officer was shot. Yeah. Every well, bit of what, that footage would be subpoenaed. That's what bugs me. And then they edit it. So. And it's like. Oh, yeah. So afterwards, she gets. Yeah. She ends up the girlfriend. Yeah. She gets. They're both all out, in the it, robbery. It, she it gets turns shot. out that the girl who's in there that is the hostage. Yeah. After she shoots Jackie Earl Haley. After Jackie Earl shoots her a couple times, she shoots him a few times, and then turns out that the person he had hostage was actually his girlfriend, and she shoots, she gets shot, Maniac Kate gets shot again, this time fatally. But the news guys edit it, so it looks like she just shot the hostage. Right, because that's that's more money. But why, I mean, your video is crazy regardless like yes. i don't feel like make framing a cop would be it's so weird man like those number one those guys would be in prison 
first off like no question they are in the middle they burst into the middle of a police shootout to film something that is a hundred percent not okay they were interfering and endangering the life of a police officer by like literally shining a light yep from their camera a hundred percent they'd be in jail number two the second an officer involved shooting has video footage every bit of the footage would be subpoenaed and the cops would have it in their possession before the end of the hour and apparently they already and that's another thing that doesn't make sense they sold the they sold the tape to the news that's why we find out Kate's in trouble and but for then, some but reason, then Maniac Cop still finds the tape from them later on. Somehow like, they kept the tape in the car in it's like unedited. Or, yeah, so stupid. Very silly, but whatever. Okay. So, um, Santeria guy is chanting over a flaming trash barrel, and Robert <laughs> Davi interrogates him, and he tells him that the symbol in the dirt was the symbol of anti-justice. Oh, no. Boy, that's going to be really important. So now Maniac Cop is all about anti-justice. Oh, wait, no. Oh, no, he goes and helps cop the cop clear her name. Oh, interesting. He was all about anti-justice in the last one for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> and now he's all about actual justice. But then he's like, I'm going to help this cop clear her name, and then I'm going to give this bad guy a gun. <laughs> what are you doing, Matt? <laughs> To be if fair, you, if you think his, his brain is full of worms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you think his motivations were weird in the last one, he's just all over the place now. <laughs> his brain is considerably more rotten than it was the last time we saw And he saw was him. already brain dead yeah, to begin so, with. So it's worse. Um, okay, so I do not understand. But so far, our maniac cop is just a background character while like a regular RoboCop style action movie is happening all around them. Yep. Um, and it's like, it's as though they didn't really want to make a horror movie this time around. They wanted to make a Paul Verhoeven movie. And then they were like, and we'll throw Maniac Cop in there somewhere. Yeah, it's weird. Um, Robert Davi and, is it uh, Kate? Maniac Kate, right. Her mom are waiting for her in the hospital. In the hospital waiting room. And they're saying, well, it's just about over for her. And they're calling a priest to give her last rites. Uh, Cordell shows up at the voodoo guy's place and some nonsense happens there. And again, it's like, here's where this guy could say, like, I brought you back to blah, 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 blah. But we get nothing. He's just like, you want to kill me because I brought you back. But you wouldn't have be back if you didn't want to be. So uh, I guess you're here. Um, yeah. And okay, that, moving on. There you go. I mean, what? it's not like Cordell's killed people for worse reasons. Yeah. He's. Uh, the fact that he doesn't kill this voodoo guy is mind-blowing. And the fact that he goes after a bride and they're all in on it for some... Like, I don't fucking know. If... None of this makes any sense. It, it's so too bad. I mean, I know that... I know that Monday morning quarterbacking on a movie that clearly something happened. Yeah. Like, something obviously went wrong. This isn't something where they had a script that was cohesive and then they were like, Oops! I just fumbled it. Oh, I got the pages mixed up or whatever. You know, it's this is something really bad went wrong. Mm -hmm. uh, but it would have been so easy for him to have been someone who knew her. Yeah. And that literally at this moment, he's like, he finds out about this happening and he's like, 
fuck this. I'm bringing him back for for this purpose. Yep. And again, just like the first movie, there's a mystery in big sarcastic air quotes that nobody gives a fuck about. Like we don't like the audience doesn't care that there's like a oh who could it possibly be? Is it Bruce Campbell who's the gigantic maniac cop? <laughs> nobody thinks it's Bruce Campbell. Like yeah. in this, we don't. It, the surprise of finding out what his motivation was is not worth him not having a motivation. Yeah. So I think just have him be like, oh, you know, she saved my life. Yeah. Or we were ex-partners or any of that stuff. Anything. But just, just like, like literally like when, you know, they were going to they were going to do something. Uh, she was the only one that went in and she took a bullet to save his wife's life or something. Yeah. His wife still died, but he still cares about her. And he's like, I owe you this. Like, I have a life debt to you, so I'm going to do this one thing. So I'm going to bring you thing. back from the dead and marry you? Well, that part of it should probably have been cut. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just saying. But it would have been fine. You could keep that in there as long as that's not part of the Hungan guy's plan. As mm-hmm. long as it's not... As long as that's like Cordell's like, want wife, need family, picket fence. It'd be great if the voodoo guy was just like, I brought you back because I just have so many parking tickets. I was wondering if you could help me. Can you can you get rid of those? Get rid of those, buddy. (laughs) Yes, kill meter maids. (laughs) Another dead meter maid was found today. Um, so, (laughs) So Ted Raimi shows up. As a reporter, Ted and, this time, and it's it's a delight. Ted was Ted was in the no, other one. No, Sam was in the well, other. Sam was Sam in, was in the other two. Wasn't Ted in one of these? No, two? no, it was Ted in both of them. Oh, that's weird. I totally thought Ted was in part two. I don't think so. I Maybe mean, I could I'm be wrong. wrong. I'm no stranger to being wrong, but yeah. Nor I think it was Sam I. the last two times. Um, but this is probably I laughed out loud. I actually had to rewind this part because he's like uh, his ender. Yes, he's yeah. like. Uh, what can only be described as a black rainbow of terror. <laughs> Literally anyone walking in off the street would look at this situation with an exploded uh, drugstore and say, look at this black rainbow of terror we've got here. Hey, hey, buddy, what what, what would you call this? Uh, I think that's a black rainbow of terror, and right? The pharmacist wrote her last <laughs> prescription for a bitter pill of fate. <laughs> Oh God, so it's good! It's like if uh, it's like if reporters were pulp yeah. novelists. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so bad. I love it though. Um, okay, so uh, these guys have edited their footage, so it looks like Kate shot the hostage in cold blood. Blah blah blah. Um, but even though she was shot by the lady who will have powder burns on her fingers, which would be easy to identify, like literally any yeah. basic CSI shit. Yep. Like you fire a gun for literally days afterwards, you can find fucking oh, powder yeah. burn. You Like even in the 80s, this shit was doable. Yep. It's just lazy. It's, yeah. Everything about this is just a very lazy writing yep. exercise. It bums me out because, again, I like these movies and I just wish oh, yeah. they cared a little bit more. Yep. Um, okay. So Cordell listens to the report on the radio and smashes it because... Why? I thought he was pissed off because Kate had stolen his name. Yeah. That's what I thought. Because they're like, and they're calling her Maniac Kate. And it's like, okay, so... Well, I've heard other I've heard other people talk about this part and being like, oh, he, 
He smashed it because he's mad because she got framed just like he did. How does he know? I'm like, where are you picking that up? How does he know? Yeah, there's... Yeah, so it's just like, none of this scene makes sense. (laughs) It's what should have happened in there that should have been literally an interview with Robert Davi as opposed to, you know, that other stuff where it's like they're saying all of these things about her and and Robert Davi comes on and he's like, this is, this is all a frame job. They're setting her up. They're railroading her or there, or even better. Somebody who is like, like if we, if we hadn't killed off that Irish dude from the other movies, um, have him there being like, this is just like what happened to Matt Cordell. You know, if someone said, this is a frame job, just like what happened to Matt Cordell. And then he could go, somebody's, doing something that i don't like you know <laughs> that would at least like tie him into it and in said it way. just like that <laughs> <laughs> i <laughs> yes somebody's doing, doing something, something i don't, don't like. like smash radio now ah! <laughs> i the fact that he talks like frankenstein and that they do a bride of frankenstein riff in this i think is the funniest part of this movie <laughs> every time he talks and he's like oh friend <laughs> it's like come on man why <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> Finish him. <laughs> Finish him. <laughs> um, okay, so let's see. Cut to the blonde guy from the raft segment of Creep Show Two. No. Oh. Um, and the guy who was always calling everybody Poncho. Mm-hmm. He's telling a bad joke and he gets interrupted. Turns out there's another group of people that this movie has an axe to grind against. Doctors. Oh yeah. Wow, this they is hate this is doctors. Pu- this is pure Cohen. This is <laughs> uh, this is pure like, oh man, somebody was mean to me after my hernia surgery. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna make all doctors look like scum. It's so funny. I, like all of these things. Like uh, this is such a like. I mean, it just feels very boomery. It feels very like just like old man yells at cloud <laughs> kind of shit, which I like. I like I like that about Cohen movies. I'm gonna take a lot of digs at these doctors. I'm gonna make it subtle. Ah, fuck something. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure I'm sure Cohen has has ever has ever used the word subtlety as a <laughs> fucking guiding phrase in his life. No, he's. Uh, Could you imagine a, sh- a doctor this shitty though? Like, it's honestly, I kind of can. That's the thing. Is so that- what do you suggest we should do with her? Put her in a stone garden. <laughs> Okay, I can't imagine anyone with that kind of like. Yeah. I can imagine them being this shitty in real life, but I can't imagine them behaving like. Yes, this. exactly. That's what I mean. Yeah, like they would at least have enough. No, sense. Do- no doctor has bedside manner like, like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, that this is when he's like, "Hey, I'm just asking about Kate's prognosis," and he's like, "Stick her in a rock garden. She's a vegetable." Yep. <laughs> <laughs> pair her with some fucking steaks because she's a vegetable um and uh and davi does not punch him in the face and it's the most off character part of this whole movie yeah he's it's just like, like you know what buddy i don't like your attitude <laughs> exactly oh. and and the weirdest part i i, I kind of loved this in a weird way where he's like i think you're not a very nice man and then the doctor kind of looks down like Oh, maybe I should reconsider what I'm doing with my life. I'm a bad dog. Maybe, maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm being a bad person. Maybe I should re-examine my <laughs> life. I, I wish that was what happened. 
Um, okay. So, uh, he leaves and, uh, and my notes say, are you fucking kidding me? We're doing this again. Yeah. Because we cut to that scene where we're headed towards the prison again to show you Matt see, Cornell's. We even see the judge pounding the gavel. It was like, are you, you, you don't, damn don't, well don't, better. Stop it. Stop. And it did. It, it was like they listened to me. It was like they were listening when I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> like, okay, we'll, we'll trim it down. <laughs> okay, fine. You won't see you won't see his ass in this one. <laughs> but we wanted to show it to you. <laughs> Listen, the guy looks great naked. Yeah. I mean, he was he was very fit. Uh, I can understand but Zadar d- wanting that to be out there, just to be like, hey, look at this. Pretty proud of how, how I was doing. Yeah, but then we get a little part two montage here. Oh, thank God. Would <laughs> uh, yes, but we we instead of seeing his thing, we see him instead explode in the bus. Yeah. And, <sighs> it's so dumb. And we skip to a very Larry Cohen moment here, which is uh, the stupidest man in New York comes up behind a cop. Oh, this yeah, it's so. He sees a gigantic hulking cop, and he's like, "Hey, cop, you know you're dumb. Everybody's <laughs> saying that you're stupid, and your face is stupid, and you're a dumbass." <laughs> Uh, and you have a big butt. Your butt smells. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically, and I like to kiss my own butt. Um, so, yeah, I hate this because, like, like, yeah, I wish it was more. I wish they had a more organic way to get to this part. This guy is just again, like you said about the nobody that lost his head. Here's another victim who's just a straight up nobody. He's just some He's goober who's just like just a guy hey. who's hassling a cop. Hey, I can't believe one of you cops shot a hostage. All you cops are stupid. You need to learn something wild, wild west anymore. Pop! I got killed. <laughs> and it's like okay, bye, guy. I mean, the only reason this is in here is because because there's a cliched thing that happens in wild west movies where somebody throws a can in the air and they shoot it full of holes. Yep. And then he had to say wild west so that maniac cop could throw the guy in the air and shoot him full of holes and that's the joke that's the joke and it's it's like it's like a family guy setup it's like it's not there yeah it's just like i remember that time that i got thrown up in the air and shot with a pistol (laughs) yep that's it all he needed was some wild west music and cordell to spin his gun and walk away into the sunset i think he did Mm. didn't he spin i don't think so i think he did did he he at least he at least like holstered it like a like a gunslinger he definitely (laughs) did he should have spit too (laughs) like a spittoon sound and just like like trauma levels of just like yellow green and red in his spit yeah okay i'd be all right with that Mm. but yeah this is basically just happens just to show cordell at the hospital it's like okay i killed the scuba now it's time to go inside and then he just starts marching towards the hospital yep. yeah uh so uh robert davi meets up with another totally bitter over it cop played by grandel bush always a fucking lovely moment to see him because if you have a cop movie we've gotten this far in these cop movies and grandel bush is not like i have no idea who he is in that every cop movie. That, that dude is you know, he's in Die Hard, he was in Colors, he was he's been in everything. Okay. Uh but he's a funny dude. He I'm probably going to get this information wrong, but 
I know that before he was in the medical industry, he saved someone's life during a shootout in Watts, like literally like sat with them and kept them from bleeding to death. So he saved a dude's life in real life. And then after that point, he went, quit acting for like four years, went to medical school and then became like a, a sonographer, I think. And he's like worked in the medical field. And if you like go to his uh, LinkedIn page, yeah, you can still find him. And like you can hook up with him as a as a fucking sonographer for a hospital, I think, in Watts. Huh. So interesting, dude. I wonder if anybody showed up and be like, ah, I got, I got to confess, I don't really have a problem. I, I, just, have I just really wanted you to sign my copy of Maniac Cop 3. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sure he gets Maniac Cop 3 all the time. Because all the nobody time. likes Die Hard. It's yeah. just one of those movies that you never hear anybody talk about. I never talk about or it. Or say stupid things about it being a Christmas movie. Yes, it's a fucking Christmas movie if you want it to be. Just I shut love up. Christmas movies. I Even I don't bring that shit up every year. <laughs> it's a fun movie. Get over it. Okay, anyway. Um, okay. Uh, so he talks to... He's basically just there to explain that Kate is... Fucked up. Yes. She's she now... legal bullets. The bad guy is suing her for... $30 million. Suing the city. Suing the city for $30, city for 30 yep. million. Yeah, they're getting $10 million for every bullet that they yep. pull out of them. Now they're up to three. So, And they're like, your girlfriend would be better off dead. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> you know that person who's like a sister to you? Yeah. She'd be better off she, dead. You better hope she doesn't wake up because she's going to like owe some money. She's going to have real financial <laughs> problems. Can she just declare chapter 11? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, they're not going to sue her. They're going to sue the city because that's where the money is. Uh, they're going to cut him a six-month sentence in exchange for not suing the city. Again, none of this case holds any water whatsoever. No. There's no way any of this would happen. It is ridiculous, yep. but that's fine. Uh, being the hero cop that he is, Robert Davi goes in to visit Rorschach, all bound up in the hospital. Basically, he's like, oh, I just need to talk to him for a minute. And then he chokes him by cutting off his oxygen just for shits and giggles. He gets no new information. No. There's no point to it other than to torture him. And I like this. I find this weird, too, that we uh, he's got this little gang in there. It's like the recovery room for, like, baddies. Why that would are you put them all to together the ba- yeah, in the same right? room? And the one guy on the on the bed there, you know, after when the nurse comes in, he's like, what's going on? After he was choking him, the guy's like, I didn't see anything. And it's like. You just watched a cop, like, try to kill your bad buddy. You're not going to be like, this cop tried to kill a bad guy? Like, are you siding with the cop? Like, because you're protecting Davi right now, saying, I didn't see anything. I don't Weird. understand. I don't, I don't think you would. I think you would have routed the cop out, because you're a bad guy. Yeah, I. It, confusing. I mean, I think he was just afraid that, uh, I think they're at the point where the, they think Robert Davi's just going to go on a killing spree and oh, just yeah. shoot them all in cold blood. Cause I mean, I guess I would seems... kind of be afraid of that, too. <laughs> yeah, he, it. he yeah. really does look like he's about okay, two seconds away from going on a killing yep. spree. Uh, okay. Uh, Davi sits up with Kate, falls asleep. He has a dream about her wedding. There's, like, tons of cops there. It's all blue and spooky. This whole scene sucks. It does when she gets up to the front it turns out that she's marrying a maniac who would have expected that and it's like i was watching the scene and i was like fuck this scene would half make sense if all the cops there were ex-victims that we already saw you know what i mean like if we had bruce campbell there we had tom tom atkins there you know what i mean like god but i mean again but at the same time this cop wasn't even any other ones anyway but like 
it just seems like this would have been a neat flashback to all the other characters sure. that we've been through, but it's not. It's just like a bunch of randos in the stream, and, and it's just old people for no reason. Yeah, it's. Just, I don't. I, I did. I couldn't figure out why. It's just dumb all around. Uh, you know what? I agree. I hate all. I, I hate all the bride wedding hookup. Quail, yeah, Kate. all of that stuff is very. It's silly. The it, end stinger. It's yep. just all fucking dumb. <laughs> the end stinger is so confusing. <laughs> um. Oh, whatever. Okay. Um. Okay. So she wakes up and freaks out because standing behind Davi is a maniac cop. Check it out. Just like in the title of the movie. Hey! Wow. <laughs> I wonder if this guy's going to actually be in this movie at all. Oh. Maybe a little bit. Nope, he's just going to back up and go back <laughs> in the shadows. Which is an interesting moment because yeah. we don't, we're like, okay, what, what's Maybe happening? Maybe he just didn't feel like killing at that time. He didn't because he knows that, well, at the end of the day, this person is also looking after Kate. And it's all about him looking after Kate. Why he doesn't then just take Kate off life support because he just does it later on anyway why is he why is he right waiting again because the script is a mess oh yeah um okay uh oh right uh Davi asks the uh the the doctor whatever her name is Dr. Something or other. Mm. She's like the main character, and I yeah. don't know her fucking name. No. Doctor something or other. I thought she was just a nurse at the beginning because she's so afraid of this other doctor. It's like, well, then you're a doctor, too. Why don't you have more? Like, did they retcon her to be a doctor later on? Yeah, I don't know. It's like, I mean, maybe he's the doctor in charge or the head surgeon or whatever. But still, you're also a doctor at this hospital. Just fucking... Just request Doctor. a brain scan, fuck's sake. <laughs> Whatever. Okay. Um, so he tells her about the, the brain activity, and he's like, hey, she freaked out. You know, we need to call for a brain scan. And he's and, like, oh, no. No, nah, that didn't happen. I'm an a-hole. Yes. I don't care. Yep. Mm. So he he won't authorize a brain scan and only wants to ask her out on a date. And it's like, okay, but you know. And they used to date. Right. But I got to tell you, you know, if if you're, if you want to get something done like that, say yes to her request and then ask her out on a date. Yep. Don't say no to her request and ask her out on a date. I'll just, just you know. Just throwing listen, that tip out there, buddy. I'm not, I'm not mystery or anything, yeah. but I think, I think that's how the game works. <laughs> um, okay. He ain't gonna be alive for that. Day. He's not. He will not be around for that. Um, so we have, we have this new straw man of the doctor, who is this narcissistic dildo that they're gonna just. He's got a god complex, and he. We're just gonna pile on this guy for a while. Yep. Uh, seconds later, he's in a storage room having sex with another nurse. Of course. It's like man. I mean, that's a good-looking dude. Yeah. Um, he probably is not having many troubles in that department. So uh, when uh, when Maniac Cop shows up and interrupts Hello. them, he's like, hey, I brought this thing. And this is <laughs> one thing I appreciate about the Maniac Cop is his commitment to a fucking bit. He is so committed to these defibrillator Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you would think that if you 
hit him with these things and then he gets away that you just be like, all right, now I'm going to go, you know, tear his head off or throw him off the building or whatever. No. Wait up. I'm kind of slow. I'm carrying a whole defibrillator machine with me up to the roof. I'm carrying a (laughs) 1980s defibrillator machine, which probably weighs 200 pounds. So give me a minute. I just wish we got a shot of the extension cord going all the way up the hallway. I wish we got I wish we got a whole thing where he was choosing the extension cord. Oh yeah. And, and he was like he's oh, in the and then he's like, uh, I'll get another one and he plugs two of them together. And, <laughs> uh but no. But he kills him with defibrillators. Like, Wait <laughs> <laughs> It's pretty great. Um that was guy, a cool fun that was a fun kill. It was a fun kill and it's it took I forever. wish I wish the doc's head exploded. Same. We didn't get any, any payoff from it. He's like yeah. he put the he shoved both defibrillators up to his face and just wouldn't let him off. It's like, yeah, that's got to end in an explosion. Man. Yeah, it's a nope. Th- this is a shitty movie. This is a maniac cop yeah. movie. Head explosion. You know what people who come Police. to see a maniac cop movie want? For reals. Um, <laughs> it's like we'll we'll ignore continuity. We'll ignore realism. We'll ignore it everywhere else except where I want it. <laughs> um, but yes. He follows him all the way up to the roof after <laughs> carrying this defibrillator. <laughs> so funny. Um, let's see. Oh, right. Uh, the nurse sees uh, MC walking down the stairs after murdering the doctor and follows him into a steam tunnel. She gets surprised by a Jamaican a janitor? janitor who is one of the one of the guys from that fucking Steven Seagal movie uh, with all the Jamaicans in it. And this is a weird character because he's, he seems spooky. Like, but he's not. But he's not. And it's, it's like, why why are, why are you being all creepy down here? Like, it, And it's like, you're it, yelling at the doctor for being somewhere in the hospital? Like, I'm pretty sure they have free reign to go wherever they want. They're the, I mean, he is a janitor, so he yeah. is her superior. Um, but <laughs> it comes off. Like, what are you doing down here? It's very dangerous with all these pipes. Okay. There. There you go. Now, how in the world do you have that stupid line, this whole scene that means nothing, yep. and you have somebody, it's like somebody came down and said, oh, you're going to want to stay away from that nuclear reactor. Yeah. All you'd have to do is pull these three switches. It would go and explode, killing anyone within a three-mile radius. So don't do that. And then it never comes up again. Yeah. It's like, the pipes are dangerous. Why didn't we see Maniac Cop full of fucking steam pipes? Yeah. Like, nope. Uh, like the end of Commando or something. <laughs> Boo. The pipe-filled hallway does look really cool. Oh, it does. It's steam tunnels are very They're cinematic. Awesome. They look great. I, I love steam you, tunnels. It's a it's a cliche, but it's I a cliche for a reason. I want to see a steam tunnel supercut, like every every movie with a steam tunnel in it. You would be there for a hundred thousand hours. Fine, I like being in steam tunnels. <laughs> That's true. Um, I've never been in a steam tunnel. Have you? Have you been in a steam tunnel like this? I have. Where have I been in a steam tunnel like this? I think it was under Portland Hall. Oh, yeah. Like, right there, um, which is now whatever giant hotel or yep. whatever it is. Of course it's a hotel. I'm sure. Portland. It's something stupid. But, uh, yeah, underneath there were, was like a, a steam tunnel. Neat. So, okay. Do, do, do. Uh, 
now uh, Robert Davi goes down to investigate. Uh, Ooh, he, now we got more people in the steam tunnel. Yep. He finds a giant alligator, the Punisher, and three chuds. <laughs> uh, no maniac cops. It's really weird. Uh, he finds this church. He wanders into a church, which is fucking cool. Yeah. I mean... I would go to steam church. Okay. It's true. But <laughs> the thing that's really weird about this is that it's like, okay, cool... It's this secret thing because it comes off the hospital. But why does it need to come off the hospital? It's when we get to it later, when they escape from the church later on. They don't go back through the tunnel. It's just on Main Street. Yeah. It's, there's just a big open street where anybody can walk in. Like, there's probably people, while he's, like, stabbing people in the head, there's probably people coming in looking to do, like, looking to, you know take a fucking communion or something like light a candle for their grandma. And they're like, Oh, I just wanted to to pray for my grandma. And he's like, I'm busy stabbing a human head. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, and I've already got enough candles. Left, believe, believe me. Uh, yes. You seem the to one, have... the one for your grandma's right over there. But, you know, <laughs> just, somewhere in the back, whatever. It's fine. Yeah. He does have like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Too much. Okay. So, but yeah, this is where Davi meets the voodoo priest, yes. and we get nothing. We get nothing out of it. He has a long speech about how being alive but dead is the cruelest injustice of all, and it's like, you did it! You just brought somebody back, and you're encouraging him to do it too, I guess. And it's like, okay, so you're saying that that's the thing that you like about injustice, is that bringing him back from the dead is the worst injustice, and you have the... The anti-justice anti, symbol? You're about, what? But now it's going to go... Ah, fuck that. I'm not going to try to understand that. <laughs> There's nothing there that makes sense. Um, but he's like... Uh, he's like... Oh, you would know something about injustice since Kate was so cruelly railroaded by, by the system. And he tells Robert Davi that he's like, you'll be able to find the maniac cop because you both walk the same path. You, too, are a 300-pound maniac brought back from the dead on multiple occasions, leaving a trail of corpses in your wake. Oh, wait. No, that's just him. I'm sorry. You're not on the same path at all. Um, you're close. <laughs> I mean, uh, morally, you're not really on, a, on terribly different paths. Uh, okay. We get the, speaking of alligators, we get the star of alligator. My favorite. Uh... I can't remember his name, but he was awesome in Alligator. No. Uh, he plays the next Doctor that we're oh, supposed Robert to hate. Oh, Robert Forrester. Robert Forrester. Yes, this is awesome. Other Doctor we're supposed to hate. <laughs> he, uh, this whole scene with this with Forrester showing up is all shot on a steady cam, like one shot, yep. one take, as he's going through, and he's like the trauma ward, like a motherfucker. Oh yeah, and it's it's just so like, good. people are just like sick. The nurses are just like, ah, he's just barking orders at everybody. Yeah. And the best part is when one kid just starts screaming. It's like, "Oh, doctor, I think I, I think I think we saved him." And he just walks up to, "Hi, hey, welcome back to the world of living, kid." But <laughs> yeah, like he's got a quip for everybody. He's yeah. like, "Hey, put a suture on that." Hey, what's going on over there? You sewing this guy up? About time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And that's like that's what he contributes to this hospital. And he's like, "Oh yeah, coming down here in the trenches makes you feel alive, yeah. or whatever." And then the person that's seeing him is a person from City Hall with a death, uh, uh, 
uh, stop life support note for the cop, and he's like, he's like trying to expedite it, I guess. Like, yes, you hurry up and do this, and uh, in exchange for Nick's basketball tickets, because yeah, there's a total like there's a total all the doctors are scummy, all the cops are all the city hall city hall scummy. Yeah, they're all they're all monsters, but like literally, he basically is like. I'll take Kate off life support if you give me Nick's tickets. Yep. Dude. It's a deal. Wow. It's not even that hard to get Nick's tickets in the late 80s, I don't think. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I never did. <laughs> <laughs> Later that day, uh, the doctor walks down a crazy Dutch-angled hallway and pauses on a Sam Raimi copywritten cockeyed fucking shot of the x-ray room sign that I was like, <laughs> That's a that's an homage. There's no way. Like that is a very like copywritten Sam Raimi shot. But and he uh, goes in there, and the X-ray room's kind of been there's some folders on the floor, and then he says the most convoluted line. You did this you get is, this too? This is why this is why you can't allow people to always improv <laughs> every line of their dialogue. All right, guys, I need you to stop treating my hospital like a goddamn Greek restaurant. Greek restaurants. Famous for, for folders having, on the ground for folders full of x-rays <laughs> all over the floor. It's like peanuts at a fucking roadhouse. Yeah. I just, I, what? I paused it even. I was just like, wait a minute. I, I was like trying to find the joke. I was like, wait, there isn't. I, I don't know. Maybe if there is. I can't. Maybe I need to know more about Greek restaurants. Maybe there was a like falafel on the floor that they, nor a, uh, like a Robert Euro. Forrester is no longer with us. We can't ask. We him. can't ask him. Oh God. I love Robert Forrester. So good. Uh, anyway, okay, he's. Uh, I saw I saw him in a movie called The Banker uh, a few weeks back. That was that was half fun, but there was one part with Robert Forster was great. He was a wisecracking cop, right? And he and he came in, and this guy was having sex with an underage girl, and the guy's just like, "Who are you?" And he's like, "I'm her father." Now nah, I'm just kidding. I'm a cop. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, classic Christ. Forster. I lost it. oh my god okay so uh turns out our maniac cop is in the x-ray room he grabs the doctor yes (laughs) he's like i'm actually kind of curious to see what i made up of to be honest um especially from some of the things that happen later in this movie i'm curious about what he's made of too it's like like, a ton of m80s in his belly (laughs) what oh we'll get there get there okay um damn it oh i want to talk about it now um okay but uh so he's tied down to the table and maniac cop puts the x-ray machine on automatic a setting that i have often said to x-ray technicians just don't have the the automatic (laughs) the infinite x-ray it's like god Call the manufacturer and tell them... You are never going to need to take 300 <laughs> x-rays in a row. <laughs> this never stop taking x-rays feature of this x-ray machine is superfluous and dangerous. Yeah. Both. You know how this scene could have been fixed greatly, though? Hmm. Is if Maniac Cop pulled out one of those drinky birds and it just tipped and kept pressing the x-ray button. <laughs> you mean Homer Simpson's replacement? Exactly. Yes. <laughs> would have been great. Uh, oh, man. We're getting hot boxed in here again. Hmm. It's a lot of weed. It's very strange. I don't like it. Actually, I do. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh... Ah, it's hitting me now. There you go. 
Um, okay, so sometime later he's found by a nurse, but his head's been fully cooked by the x-ray machine. And it's, she's just like, I don't know, half surprised? She's like, ah, ooh, couldn't happen to a nicer guy. Yeah, they, they, got, they got such a... It's a horrible reaction. She's like, huh? Oh, my God. <laughs> nah, I guess I'll go get somebody. Boop, 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 boop. Yeah. I mean, he's kind of a dickhead. Yeah. Uh, okay, so... Um, it would have been great if she was like, oh, not again. <laughs> that would have been great. God, I told them a million times yeah. to get rid of the automatic <laughs> x-ray function. Um, so back with our TMZ monster news guy douchebags, uh, they're having a discussion of what would have happened if they'd provided all of the footage and context for the shooting. Man, I bet some of this stuff wouldn't have happened. The guy's like, yeah, but we wouldn't have gotten paid because police brutality sells. It's just... <laughs> The commentary it's so biting ow it's biting me it's just so hard to take these guys seriously like this is something they would do like mm-hmm. <laughs> there's a there's a drive-by shooting a couple blocks away and they're like drive-by shooting nobody cares and he's like a kid was killed yeah let's go i love that <laughs> and so they go it's honestly even for a movie that is comedically gross and over the top and, and cynical full of full of cynical straw man characters this moment actually bothered me yeah <laughs> i'm not gonna not lie fun. it was actually very unpleasant they're literally talking they find this kid oh they pull up they get all their equipment out and they're like oh hey there's somebody go interview him oh did you see who got shot yeah yep. i did <laughs> i heard it was a kid yeah. yeah you know him yeah who was it my sister it was like uh, uh, Life's you know, a bitch, kid. Is that what he says? That's what he said. He's like, oh. he, he he seems shocked for a minute, and you think he's going to do like, oh, like say sorry, but then he's like, well, oh. Uh, life's a bitch, huh? Life's a bitch, huh? Yep. Bye. <laughs> oh, I was like, you know, even even though I know that this is a trauma-level nonsense movie, that was still bothering yep. me, <laughs> but whatever. Uh, they finally get interested in the fact that there's no cops on the scene, an abandoned ambulance in the middle of the road with the doors open. And so the camera guy goes to check it out. He opens the doors. Hey, it's his partner. And he's dead. Yeah. He has two minutes to be surprised by that before getting murdered Stand by a maniac by cop. maniac cop's nightstick sword. Yes. I still am... I'm confused by all of this. Like, why was, how did Matt Cordell know that they were going to be there? Because he just teleports now like Jason. Okay. Nothing. All right. That, I think that's the only explanation is that he's doing. And he's just killing these guys so he can get the tape to go clear the girl's name. Yep. While at the same time arming her assailant. Oh my God. I just, I just don't get it. Wow. That is so crazy. <laughs> that part is so fucking crazy. Okay. So, um, yeah. So, so, so Matt Cordell grabs a tape from the camera guy, goes and rips the door off DeVee's car. Yeah. Oh, that was the other thing, too, that I thought would have been a great line in this one. Uh, to rewind way back, uh, when Cordell first met the priest and he knocks the door down to the church, he kicks the door down, shut it, walks in there. Would have been great if the priest was like, the door was open. <laughs> I, I mean, and it could have been a funny callback here if Davy saw him do that, like rip the door off the car, drop the tape, walk away, and Davy could have just been like, 
it was unlocked. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been good. I mean, especially if he had done it in his like blind voodoo, like staring at the ceiling, like in another world. And he'd just been like, the door was open. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah just a lost, lost, lost game. That would have been good. Funny. I like that. Uh, okay. So uh, MC has his cool gun back and he walks into the hospital and kills some randos with that sweet gun. Uh, we see the newsroom with our bad news bear murderer, uh, or the the hospital room, not the newsroom. Oh, and uh, <laughs> maniac cop lets him loose and gives him a gun. Yeah, because that's a good idea. Again, brain worms. Mm. Seriously, uh, but also he is just his ability to like calculate and think like five steps ahead with a brain full of worms is impressive. Yeah, but all the worms work together. <laughs> it's like that episode of Futurama. Uh, where Fry eats the uh, egg, pl- <laughs> the egg salad sandwich from a gas station, and then gets smart from worms. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. So, what? What is the plan here, dude? There isn't one. I, just, I guess. I guess to sow chaos while he grabs Maniac Kate and walks away with her. Okay. Like okay. Oh, to keep Robert Davi occupied. Yeah. Okay. Now we got Nutter yeah. Butters running around with guns while I right. go take this person off. No, that that makes sense. Yeah, I guess it does. That should have been that should have been more clear. I don't know why that wasn't to mm-hmm. me, but it definitely was not clear to me. Um, okay, so he does that. He unlocks his handcuffs, gives him the gun, and and we're only to assume that he unlocks all of his other criminal buddies here because then we got. He also gives the keys to him so yep. that he can unlock yes. all the criminal buddies. He goes and grabs Kate, unplugs her from life support, and Frankenstein carries her down to the steam tunnel. To the steam tunnels. And breaks every light bulb with his dome as he walks down the hall. <laughs> yes. I like half like that. Yep. Like I was like, oh, that's kind of neat. But then it kept happening, and like the more times it kept happening, I was just like, oh, come, Matt, just just, just walk your side. head to the side, dude, bro. Come on, one one time's like. <laughs> I'll let you even do it twice, but I ah, brain of worms. What are you? Yeah, fool me six <laughs> times, shame on you. Uh, so, uh, so now we got the criminals shooting up the hospital, and I think this is my oh, favorite. Wait, because because before this, they want to yeah. hammer home how bad lawyers are. That's what that's what I wanted to so, bring up. As so oh, before yeah. they start shooting stuff up, there's these two. There's a city official and the lawyer, and they're like making a bargain behind closed doors so they're like in the elevator and she's like i gotta make sure that he gets media rights so that he can you know son of sam law was already in effect that wasn't gonna happen so that wouldn't have even worked but whatever um and he's like well of course we can do x y or z you know it's great we'll just go and we'll unplug her and it'll be great um, and then we can go fuck. and then we can go fuck yes and so but then they both get shot <laughs> And I love this line so much. He's like, oh, man, I can't believe it. I just killed my lawyer. He's like, yeah, fuck it. Get another one. They're They're free. free. (laughs) And it's also just like, and another bit of like, oh, public defenders are also evil. You shouldn't give give criminals uh, defense attorneys. Yikes. Okay. Um, Get get another. It is a good line. Uh, Okay. So... That, so it's so weird the moment before i mean i guess now that we know that he wants to marry her it's not so weird that he's fondling her before he picks her up but 
he spends a good I mean, again, we also know that they were a half hour short on I this didn't movie. notice the fondle. Oh my god, it lasts like a minute and a half. What? He's literally taking his gloved hand over the sheet and slowly running his hand down the sheet. And then he like grabs her leg and squeezes it. And Weird. I wonder if we had a different version we watched because I didn't see this at all. Oh, I don't know. I had a fancy Blu-ray. Okay. Maybe I do have an extended version. But it's like just unnecessary. Yep. So he picks her up, pulls her off the life sport, goes down. Um, meanwhile, Davi is having a fun with his little prank that he's playing on the Bad News Bears. <laughs> this is hilarious. Yeah. He, I don't know... I, I would love to see the prep for this thing. Yeah. This would have been much funnier if we had seen him climb onto the gurney, put a sheet over himself, and then push off from the back wall. And then crash into the side like two feet later. He's like, oh, fuck. Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> How do I manage to get myself pushed down uh, where they are? Gotta make this sure this gets all the way there and stay straight <laughs> while I'm... Facing yeah. backward. Yeah, this is this would never work out in the real world, but it does in this world. They're it is like, kind of funny. <laughs> uh, it looks like somebody's got a loose corpse or something. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, and it comes down the hallway, and they're like, "Oh, we should probably go check it out." Then it turns into a John Woo movie. Yeah, he just starts shooting double for- double gun in it. <laughs> Two guns, just doves blo- are flying everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> he shoots the doves. He's shooting he everything. Shoots uh, it's just. <laughs> carnage but the one thing that's funny is that because of his cowardice our main bad guy actually hid when he saw the corpse coming he hid behind one of his flunkies and didn't get shot and then gets out the side door so that was funny um so now robert davi's doing some like Actually, really fun action stuff here. Yeah, to be the honest. flip over the counter, but like the half flip because he catches yeah, his like, foot on the ceiling on purpose and flips back and yep. kills the guy when he comes around. He's like, like I said, it's a John Woo bullet yeah. ba- bullet ballet dance here. Yeah, it's yeah. really like that little scene where it's like he fakes the guy out yep. by catching his foot on the awesome. on the edge <laughs> so that the guy thinks that he's jumped over this this whatever, and it's like oh, clever fucking shit. Mm. Uh, I wish there was more of that stuff in this movie. But um, what happens? Um, How does he, he actually? Fi- he tracks him down into the girls' bathroom where he's hiding. That's behind right. A girl he and... was. He literally had a woman. He mm-hmm. kicks in the door, and he's there's literally a woman, woman on, on his toilet. lap. Yep, and he's like, oh, I'm hiding behind a woman on the toilet." <laughs> and then she ducks, and he's like, "Oh, hey, bang, 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 bang!" Shoots him a billion times. He's dead. Very sad. Um, we'll miss him. This is just like what happened in Watchmen. Um, so, <laughs> do it! <laughs> um, now, uh, we return to Maniac Cop Frankenstein carrying Kate down to his lair. Uh, and uh, then we cut back to Robert Davi getting his wounds tended by the doctor and they're falling in love they are there's a sexy scene like this hospital should be nothing but police officers and there's like one cop that we see in this whole thing <laughs> other than davi but it's because they all got killed in the last movie that's actually that's a good point <laughs> probably <laughs> probably aren't a lot of those scenes with like lots of cops showing up anymore because mm. they're all dead yes nobody's applying for the job <laughs> Do you think that this is a prequel to, uh, what was the, <laughs> fuck, 
I've lost it. Uh, what's the one? Citizens on Patrol? Police Academy 3? <laughs> Police Academy 3. <laughs> was that why they needed to get all of the citizens to go on patrol? Because they'd killed them all in Maniac Cop? Yes. Oh, I lost it. And then we got Bobcat. Yes. Thank God. <laughs> okay, so... He knows to go into the the steam tunnels to find Kate because he he was told by this one cop that Kate's missing and has been pulled off life support. The thing about it is that Kate's dead. Yeah. Like, she she has six minutes to live because she can't breathe on her own. Yeah, you're not going to save her. Dude. So if she's been gone for more than six minutes, she's brain dead. So she was already what, brain dead. What are saying. you doing? Yeah. What is your purpose here? And then it's like, well, I guess if you go by yourself, if he at doesn't least want her to be a maniac cop. At least you're two, only three. In part three. <laughs> two, <laughs> maniac cop as well. Yeah. <laughs> maniac cop part three. Maniac cop as well. Um, but he he knows to go into these steam tunnels, and the fucking nurse ladies down there. He's like going down with a lighter to see down the hallway, and it's like, you need me. I own a flashlight. Yeah. And it's like, no, yeah. I need the flashlight. Bye. <laughs> yeah. That's the answer to that question is give me the fucking flashlight. I don't want you to die down here. Only one of us. Just let go the pick guy, me up another pack of cigarettes. <laughs> let the guy with the gun go do this. You know, this is a job for a dude with a gun, you know, because everybody knows all you need to do is shoot the maniac cop and Obby. and nothing happens. Um, we find out now that uh, this has been a Bride of Frankenstein thing this whole time. I Santeria guess. guy is going to make Kate like Matt and they'll be together for eternity. Uh, and Robert Davi's like, fuck this. And he knocks whatever the voodoo powder is that he's got in his hands <laughs> onto the floor. The guy reaches for it. And then surprise. And revealed behind him is the form of our maniac cop. He cocks a shotgun and points it at Robert Davi. And says, peekaboo. <laughs> he basically does. Um, but he doesn't shoot him. No. And then he talks to him. He so does. Like, oh, he gives him like a full fucking Captain Kirk speech. Yeah. Here. He's like, I don't know your pain, Matt. I couldn't imagine to, but don't make her like you. Matt doesn't care. Oh, and Matt's like, like, finish it. Keep doing <clears throat> Bring her back. <laughs> I love her. I just this girl I've her. never met, I guess. But she's very corpsey. So, okay. You've been following my adventures for three movies. You've <laughs> never seen me talk to this person before, but she's going to be my bride now. And I've certainly never shown that I have any affection for women or anything or have any reason to want any of this. That has never been a personality trait. Fuck. Doesn't matter. Hate. Uh yes, Still but I like this movie. Uh yep. But the uh the the Captain Kirk speech does not work. And so the, he continues to do the stuff and but he uh, can't. He He's can't. foiled because Maniac Kate doesn't want to be a maniac cop. This She just won't not come back from she just won't come back from the dead. She's stubborn like that. This boggles my mind. This was it? It was like, "Oh. You know she didn't want this." Yeah. What what in the world? In what world did you think she was going to be like? Oh, no, I it, could. Oh, I could pass on to an eternity of peace, or I could be a living corpse married to a disgusting living corpse. Uh, I would get to beat up criminals and shoot them again. 
I mean, honestly, that I think probably that's the problem here is like, man, just stay in the background there, maniac cop. Tell her that she can come back from the dead and murder people. And then you guys have a lot in common. And then we can make babies. (laughs) You're coming on too intense again. Just sorry. (laughs) There's no way your junk still works. You've been burned to death. You're rotten. There's no chance in hell that you are going to produce an offspring. Uh, I don't care what this movie says. (laughs) I don't care what Larry Cohen was thinking. (laughs) Yes. Uh, but whatever. So, uh, Maniac Cop is pissed that the voodoo guy cannot return Kate from the dead, so he shotgun blasts him right in the back. Bye. This drops him onto his plethora of candles, his massive candle there collection. a lot of candles. He is really, I mean, talk about being hoisted on your own petard here. Mm. It's like, you seem to be a blind guy with a million candles. This is just hubris at a level <laughs> that is obscene. Uh, and so he catches fire. Kate catches fire. And Maniac Cop is like, get away from her, you bitch. And pushes him away. Picks up flaming Kate. He catches fire. So now Maniac Cop and Kate are both on fire. I He's- wish he said, oh, fuck again. <laughs> <laughs> This? Which which also bothers me, because we just watched a whole scene with Maniac Cop on fire in the last movie. It's like, yeah. what are you doing? We've seen this. Yep. We haven't seen what they bring at the end, but like at the same time... It was worth it for the ending. It was, but it was worth worth it we've for seen the this. We already did the big fire thing last movie. Yep. Um, so, yes. Uh, so he gets... He starts walking out. They're... He's like, oh, well, there's nothing I can do. Kate's dead, so it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. So he's going to save his doctor girlfriend who's now unconscious somewhere for some reason. I don't know why. I don't remember anything happening to knock her out. But- and and he's having trouble busting open the door, but it's like, why not just go back to the steam tunnel? I don't know. But he does. He gets out. Um, and then Maniac Cop falls to his knees and explodes. Yeah, what is this? It makes zero sense. Behind him, there's an explosion. Yep. And we assume that Maniac Cop has just blown Exploded. the fuck up. Nope. But apparently not. Okay. So what blew up? I don't know. Urgh. No clue. Um, okay, so Davi at least saves his doctor nurse girlfriend, and they head to the other hospital in town because this one's just too full of bad memories. <laughs> and also, they're Bodies. short on a lot of doctors yeah. <laughs> uh the floor is really slippery <laughs> it's very slippery uh okay and so everything's everything's great the church explodes with a bunch of voodoo shit in it there's corpses everywhere and davi says rest in peace katie <laughs> she made me laugh out loud i was like that's what <laughs> this is the least peaceful thing I can think of. <laughs> There's literally an exploding church behind you. You're going out in a massive fireball. Okay, fine, whatever. Uh, but it's they they drive off. It's time for them to make out. It's gonna be great. They're driving off. Everything's great. Just kidding. We're phantasming this shit. <laughs> Damn right we are. And. Maniac cop pulls up alongside on fire, on fire, driving a car. <laughs> I 
looks so goofy too. <laughs> it's 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 almost like I a, love it. It's so almost much. like a parody it at is. this point of it's like so when the stupid. killer won't die. Yeah, he just it's, shows up like you gotta be kidding me. <laughs> at this point, I mean, the fact that he comes back after this is just a kick in the ass. But whatever. Anyway, so they're swerving all over the road. Uh, this is this is the part where Robert Davi's got like seven clips. Oh yeah, and he just unloads seven full clips of ammunition yeah, into I, his face. And I it also does I also love that the ambulance driver just like ducks out instantly. Like the guy driving the ambulance sees Cordell on fire and he's like, "Oh crap!" and just throws himself out of the car on the freeway. <laughs> Which, you know what? Fucking smart. It yeah. turns out that was a good call. <laughs> I mean, he was definitely going to be collateral damage yep. if he stayed in there. There's no way. He knows what a horror movie is. He's, He's like, like, I've already seen a couple nobodies get killed. I'm not going to be one of them. Exactly. <laughs> I know I know where my billing is in this thing. I'm getting out of here. Um, my, my favorite part. He's unloaded like six clips into a flaming zombie monster. You know this that doesn't is, work, That bro. is pursuing him. And Kate, or whatever her name is, whatever the doctor's name is, she's at the she's driving the ambulance at this point, and she's like, I hate this. <laughs> Cracked me up. I was like, you know what? That is an appropriate response. Yep. I would say the same thing, because you know what? I wouldn't be enjoying that either. I would not. <laughs> Very fun. Uh, okay. So, uh, he sees the oxygen tank rolling around in the back of the ambulance, and he's like, ooh, I saw Jaws. And so, he throws it in the... The thing is, if he hadn't shot every round of ammunition that he had... He could have just shot that. He could have just shot the fucking yeah. thing, and it would have been fine. But the more interesting part of this is... well. Also, that's not how it would blow up either. I don't think. I mean, it has the weak. It's got the weak metal on the top and like the really reinforced steel on the bottom. So it would have like knocked off and shot like a rocket. Oh, really? Like it would have just like it would have been like a I, fucking ballistic missile. I'm not a ballistic of... <laughs> or explosive expert. Either. But yeah, I mean, you played <laughs> Resident Evil. I have. That's how you blow up the. <laughs> that's how you blow up the alligator. Oh yeah. That doesn't. So I guess it works that way for Resident Evil. Anyway, um, so the oxygen tank eventually blows up, but not before he does this thing where he clamps his arm yeah. onto the fucking car. And he is so strong and his body is made out of such invincible material. And he also pushes a car by hand, too, at one scene where he's yes. driving. He's station wagons there. And I love that because it makes me think of driving to work and being stuck behind the slow people. I wish I could just pull my arm out and be like, yink. <laughs> and Push then the car. and Robert Davi's like, well, I've got a brilliant idea. He's strong enough to keep this car from turning with one arm. I'll just cut off his arm by running into a wooden post. He runs into a street sign. They drive the car between the street signs and it cuts his arm off. It's cool. Yeah, but... It's cool. He's so... He can stop a chainsaw with his fingers. Yeah. This guy's not going to get his arm ripped off it, by this. He would, too. He's already burning. It's oh, loose. is it because he's tender? Yes. Oh, because now you can flake him with a fork? Yeah, he's. I mean, he's burnt up and he's a zombie. He's been rotting. Yeah, he's not as strong as he used to be. Ugh, isn't it true for all of us? Yes. So, okay, he cuts his arm off. His car skids, still hasn't blown up. Their ambulance is flipped over. 
the, and he's like revving the engine. He's like, I'm going to get you. And then just as he's about to take off, oh, boom, boom. He explodes again. He explodes yet again. <laughs> uh, but for real this time. But for real, question mark this time. Uh, but the best part is when Robert Davi finds his severed arm on fire, picks it up. Well, he goes w- to light a cigarette, but he can't find his lighter. So he <laughs> picks up Cordell's severed burning hand. Arm yep. uses that and then throws it back on the fire. Awesome! The doctor is suitably impressed with his coolness. Oh, she loves it. Dude. She's like, "Oh my, oh my god! Gosh. I want to know more about this guy. He's not going to live long because of the cancer, but mm, <laughs> he's a sexy dude." And we find out that this movie still had money left for a fucking crane shot. Somehow, weird. Mm. Uh, they rented some stuff, so crane shot. And then uh, we cut back to Matt's delicious, crispy body at the hospital, and he holds hate this. hands with, I guess, Kate's crispy body? I guess body? that's her crispy body, because they both burned, and he's like reaches over like they're a couple. Like, fuck you. <laughs> I hate this ending, Stinger, so much. I hate the whole Cordell romance yeah. thing. Like, that, It does not work for me at all. I get what they're going for. I just don't like it. Yeah. You know what? You know what I would have preferred, but I think maybe it's only maybe this is my Monday morning quarterbacking mm-hmm. being that I've already seen the movie that did this right. It's that Kate should have been an out of control cop who idolized him. Yes. And she was obsessed with him and she had him brought back. Like Bride of Chucky. Like Bride of Chucky. Like it should have been this should have been a Bride of Chucky where it's like I got to clean up the streets. And there was only one person who knew how to clean up the streets. And together we're going to be a force to reckon with. And every criminal is going to be afraid because we're going to be on the streets. That would have, that would have been so much better. Yes. But, uh, I don't know. And that would, that would have given the motivation too. And then, and then she gets killed in their crime spree. Yep. And And then he's like, I need to bring her back with my friend who's a priest. Oh God damn. This is child's play. Yep. It's just child's play. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I think it's possible that they just that literally they watched Maniac Cop three and they were like, "Ooh, I got a great idea." <laughs> uh, yeah, this movie is a mess, but it's a very fun mess, and it's well done. It is. I mean, it's it's, it's got it's definitely got its moments. Yeah, uh, I feel if you watch it back to back like we did right off part two, it's, yeah, it's lacking because part two is so yeah, part two is perfect, just amazing, yeah. Uh, but but I love this movie, and I mean, if you're not pulling it apart, it's it's fine. Oh, yeah. I definitely understand why you would take an Alan Smithy on this. It just looks like it's just one of those situations where they tried to fix a bunch of things, and sometimes when you do that, I have a, at least this is, again, without any knowledge of what's going on, I assume that it's one of those things where you pick something apart and you're like, well, we'll move this. And then it causes two more problems yeah, to pop up. You're like, I'm going to fix those two problems. And those two <laughs> problems, you don't realize you've just created four more problems. Yep. Those four problems turned into eight problems. And you're just like, every time you try to fix something, you fuck something else up worse. And that's what it seems like is happening because you're talking about a very competent crew, a very competent group of people. Yep. Um, yeah, I wonder if you could find Cohen's original script to read at all. If that's, I mean, these are, these are the people that made, uh, Return to Salem's Lot. How could they make a bad movie? <laughs> uh, 
Oof. <laughs> that movie was bad. That is that is one of those movies that I feel totally okay. Like I try so hard to not say that movies are bad, like to definitively ever say that about a movie. Mm-hmm. Return to Salem's Lot is a bad movie. And I will I will defend that statement. <laughs> it's got its moments. It does have its moments, but it but is yeah, a no, bad right. movie. Uh, God. Yeah, it's kind of a misfire. Yeah. But you know what? Maniac Cop 3, fuck it. I'll watch it again. I'm glad I, I, I'm glad I own it. I uh, me too. I've got them all on 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 uh, video cassette. I like those things. I have them on Blu-ray. Ooh, look at me, hoity toity. <laughs> I'm a fucking SpongeBob driving a car meme. Uh. <laughs> I am that. <laughs> How did you know? <laughs> well, you're wearing the monocle. Oh, yes. <laughs> I'm also a handsome Squidward. <laughs> um uh okay. But yeah, um yeah, I, I'm really glad I revisited this because yeah, in my memory, I hated it. Yep, I, I thought this was unwatchable, boring, and it's not. It's great. Nope, it's super not. Fun. It is. It's super fun, and silly, and full of things. I wish it were gorier. I wish there were more. I wish there were more ridiculous Cohesion. kills. I wish it was more cohesive. Um, but you know, they still do the action right. They do the the things that they're doing are all awesome, and they're you know stunts are always great in these movies. Yep. Uh, you know, the mask on the burning person always looks fucking ridiculous. It always looks like Fat Freddy climbing the stairs. <laughs> like, every time, but that's fine. Um, it's great. I want a part four. Yeah, so do I. Uh, I would love a part four. Uh, I would love I would love a modern remake. I mean, again, this is, this is just sitting there waiting for Monkey's Paw to come and fucking yes. make this. This is a no-goddamned-brainer for Jordan Peele yep. to make. I don't know what is happening, what where his brain is at, that he's not, like, jumping all over himself to make this fucking movie, because this could be amazing. And if he does choose to do that, you heard it here first. Exactly. <laughs> um, it was probably because he was listening to the podcast. I wish yep. he would stop stealing all of our great ideas. <laughs> um, our ideas for him to do something, because he's talented and we're not... <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll tag him in the Instagram promotion oh, for this so, to make sure he hears it. Oh, good. That, that'll be great. <laughs> Just to remind him. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, you should follow us at Coast City Comics and at Funbox Monster Podcast and buy stuff from CoastCityComics.com. And Matt? Uh, you can follow me at Matt Awkward, VHS Fiend on the Instagrams and check out the Video Vagrants group on Facebook. Yes. And rate and review us, the podcast. Please do. Write reviews. That would be much appreciated. And send us in cool pictures of guns, because we're gun guys now. <laughs> I'm not really a gun guy. I'm not really a gun guy. Although I did uh, I did watch a bunch of videos where somebody uh, recreated the Aliens M1A assault rifle with <laughs> actual guns, with a Thompson's machine gun and like some sort of grenade launcher or a shotgun. No, it was a miniature shotgun. And so it's literally the, the bottom that shoots the grenades was a shotgun and the top was a machine gun. Oh, cool. And it totally functioned and they were firing it at a firing range. Nice. Still seemed very dangerous. It still seemed like, oh, I don't know, this <laughs> thing could go sideways real fast. But uh, anyway, thank you again and we will see you next week. Have a good night. Peace.